Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast coming in your ear holes. And you know what time it is. It's time to talk about the next seven days, October 18th to October 25th. And we're talking with my good buddy, AJ Andrew, the Coffee Viking, AJ for short. Um, we cover what the Bucks are doing, how he's going to be hunting, what he's looking for during this time period. If you're not following AJ, make sure and follow him on all his socials. He puts the links at the end. Great dude. Um, uh, just got, got his shit together, kills bucks, goes out west and hunts. Um, working on himself, trying to be better every single day, and there's not more that you can ask for um, in a solid dude than that. Um, but before we get into the show, you know we have to get into the people that make this possible. So, friends over at Exodus have some exciting news. The Exodus crew is now launching the Exodus Vault, a place to lock in significant savings on their website at Exodus Outdoor Gear. So there's going to be a new thing on the website called the Vault. The Exodus Vault will feature some of your favorite products or Exodus gear you haven't considered checking out, varying from limited run products to last chance savings on customer favorite products. Right now, the Exodus Vault is featuring a customer favorite, the Exodus Render. You can save 95 bucks on the Exodus Render while surprise last. Um, I love the Render. I've had it out. I've had one out there for four or five years. Things still ticking. Um, one thing I really like about the render is if you're looking for um, a cell cam that gets really good video, um, like the Lift 2 um, that we no longer have, um, the render is the one to go to. Um, and it has a viewing screen, so you make sure that you're on the money and you're not high, you're not low, you're not to the left, you're right on where you want to be aiming. Um, it's a really high feature rich camera. Um, and like I said, you can save 95 bucks. So. Um, this will be the final opportunity to purchase the Exodus Rindle. This bullpire self-camera has stood the test of time between the five-year warranty and five-year theft damage coverage and best-in-class customer service. The render quickly became a favorite to thousands of trail camera enthusiasts across the country. Um, with the affordable and flexible data pans, uh, unlimited HD images, and no glow flash, and render will provide critical real-time data this scrape week so scrape week is coming up so this is the time that you want your cams there 
Um, they're going to be popping. So head over to Excess Outdoor Gear, click the link on the banner to see the products offered in the vault and lock in those savings, the best savings of the year so far. It's a great time to purchase an Exodus render at the most affordable price of all time. This is the cheapest you could ever get a render, guys. So if you've been on the fence about getting one and wanting to try, this is the cheapest they have ever been. Um, so go ahead and check out Exodus. Go to the website, check out the vault, see what's in there, see what kind of deals you got. Um, and next we got Rec Broadheads. You guys know that I'm shooting Rec this year, my good buddy Matt. Um, make sure and use that code WLP15 if you're wanting to get in the game on some fixed blades or mechanicals from Rec. Support an American-made company backed by some really solid dudes um, and good friends of mine. Um, him and his dad trying to make the dream tr uh, come true. So if you're looking for a new broadhead or need some broadheads, check out Rec. And make sure and use that code and save you some money. Let's get into the show. All right, we got AJ, the Coffee Viking on. How's it going, brother? Hey, what's going on, buddy? Good to hear from you. Yeah, glad to have you on. Chat with you a little bit about the – oh. Yep, get the notification right off the bat. That's real for real high quality. Um, get the we're talking about the 18th to the 25th of October. Um, a fun and stressful time of the year in the Whitetail Woods. Um, before we get into that, let's do a brief introduction of who you are and what you do for the listeners. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, my name's AJ Kazmerzak. Uh, like you said on Instagram, I'm at the underscore Coffee Viking. Um, I work sales for a craft brewery here in Columbus, Ohio. I also co-own a, uh, coffee company named Jennings Java that I started back in college with, uh, one of my buddies and, uh, I am eight up with bow hunting. Um, that's kind of the quick down and dirty run of it. You know, I'm 29 years old. I've been hunting since I was, uh, 15 and uh, been watching hunting since before that. Uh, very blessed that my cousin helped get me into it when he did, and uh, it's been game over ever since. Yeah, um, if no one's following your social, I highly suggest them do it. Um, a lot of good content on there, hunting content, life content, motivational content. Um, you're a lot like me. You're kind of, uh, kind of a go-get-it, let's-keep-moving kind of dude. Um, we'll we're going to make it work kind of guy. That's kind of the same way I am. I can just see it on your social. I really enjoy following that. Yeah. Yeah. You're spot on with that, man. I, uh, try to finish every single post, um, with keep moving forward. And it's, that's more than just three words to me. That's kind of like my life mantra that I've, uh, taken on. And, you know, you're never, you're never at a true standstill. You're always either getting better or getting worse. And as long as you're moving forward, whether it's, an inch or a mile at a time, then, you know, you're doing good and you're, uh, progressing in life. And that's kind of what I try to do. Yep. Never be satisfied. Um, and, and you'll be fine is what I always tell that's people. Right. Don't matter if it's going for a walk after work or running 10 miles, like don't just be satisfied with what you do. There's always, there's always more you can stretch out. There's always another minute you can get in there somewhere. Um, yep. No, you're exactly right. It's funny you mentioned that. I just bundled up my, uh, I, well, I say newborn, but he's, uh, about four months old now. And, uh, we just wrapped up a little late evening walk and now he's sound asleep with mom and we're chatting on the phone. Heck yeah. I can't, don't get much better when you know the most important things are chilling and you're getting to do what you love. And that's normally what I do. I got, I packed all my kids, helped packed all my kids lunch. My kids eat the weirdest stuff like for lunch it's crazy um my five-year-old wanted shrimp cocktail shrimp 
and mango. <laughs> so I'm in there peeling cocktail shrimp and cutting up a mango and peel, you know, you know, dicing it up. My my eight year old he wants mango too, but he he's like, I don't want no shrimp. Like he's like ham sandwich noodle kind of guy, you know. <laughs> but well, he'll he'll you know. do just fine as a uh, as a mobile traveling hunter because yeah. I'm. We live on on noodles and ham sandwiches. Now the other one, he might be onto something. <laughs> a shrimp has protein, fruit has antioxidants. Maybe yeah. he knows something we don't yeah. know. I'm like, you're the only, you're the only kindergartner that's taking shrimp and mango for your lunch, dude. And then for a snack, <laughs> he won't eat anything but beef jerky. And I, I bought so much damn beef jerky this year, and that shit is expensive, dude. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm blaming, I'm blaming you, Dad, yeah. on that one because I know darn well Mom is not going out to the gas station and buying beef jerky. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she, she uh, we've been buying it from Menards and the big like three pound bags, dude. That's the only way you can make it cost effective. <laughs> oh. but all right, getting back to the hunting content, what people are here to listen to. Um, so we're talking the 18th to the 25th of October. Like I said, it's kind of a things are moving, shifting, slow start. So during this time of the year, what do you think the Bucks are doing? Well, you know, it, it's one of those cue the old, uh, the old man in the TV shows that comes in and he says, you know, the winds are changing because uh, one thing I've noticed where I'm hunting is the patterns um, of early season are essentially all but gone. Um, I'm noticing that the younger, I mean, the does where I'm hunting are fearless. They, they have no problem, you know, showing up whenever they want. And, uh, I've noticed the younger bucks are starting to get a little curious. They're starting to come out a little early and, uh, you know, I, I don't know how far you can see, where you're hunting, but depending on my setup, I can see bedding area on two different neighbors' properties. And last light, I'm starting to see some bigger deer coming out into the fields, coming out. Um, and, and I think they're getting curious about the does and about the younger bucks. But I mean, we've still got a little while before the true pre-rut rut actually kicks off yeah they're just, just starting to feel their oats a little bit i've had a lot of good luck um towards the earlier parts of this uh this time frame if there's a cold front in the evening uh, man you get on an oak flat they start maybe hitting some scrapes um they don't need a lot if they're kind of low pressure to get up earlier like you're saying you know a, a small temperature drop a rainstorm um a lot of times people struggle during this time of the year. Um, and like I said, it just depends on the pressure in your area, but I can see, I've seen a lot of bucks and had a lot of success in this time frame. you know, just need a cold front. You need something to perk your interest because, um, it's still, it's kind of hard to get on these deer where they're out in daylight. If it's warm, just kind of depends on how the October is being. Oh yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, depending on where your listeners are hunting, it's different for everyone. But with me, I, you know, I'm hunting central slash Southern Ohio and I think you're spot on, uh, with, you know, hunting that change in pressure, hunting that temperature drop. I mean, in Ohio, 
Um, you know, I, I gauge things based off of the Circleville pumpkin show, which that's a story for a different time, but it notoriously will be hot and all at once there'll be like a freezing rain sleet day. And I normally try to line that up. It's right around this time frame. I normally try to ri- line that up um, with getting into the stand because like you said, I mean, that's usually the first or maybe second big temperature drop of the year for us here in Ohio. And I've seen some really good action along that time frame. Yeah, I agree. So during this time frame, if you could have a dream scenario, per, you know, your, your dream setup stand, what, what would it be? All right. So where I'm going to try to paint this picture. So where I hunt, um, I've hunted a couple different spots, but I've got one, um, farm that, you know, family friends with the landowner hunted it for years. It's about 400 acres of set aside. It's got woods lining the edge and then it's got a Creek on the backside and the Creek is big enough, um, depending on the time of year to pull thermals. And so I would, if I could say, I would say, Put me in, what is that? Hang on, I'm, I'm doing directions in my head. The southeast corner. And if I, so I've got the creek to my back. I'm in the corner between one property and mine. I got a northwest wind coming down. So the bucks, I mean, a, a west-northwest wind. So, you know, the bucks are going to feel safe because they think they've got the wind in their favor, but I'm close enough that my thermals are getting pulled down into the river. I can see a bedding area from where I'm at. It's a giant pine thicket that no one in years has ever been allowed to hunt. I mean, we see uh, big deer every single year come out of it. Um, You know, we've already seen a couple come out of it with light dwindling. And so I know they're in there. And if I could just hunt that cold front, creek to my back, winds coming in at a west-northwest, and this buck, it, he feels safe coming through. And I, I forgot to mention, I've seen two uh, scrapes open up already this year. And so if I could be in proximity of that scrape, I know for a fact there's a good chance He's leaving that bedding and he's going to come say hey to that scrape. And I'm hoping that that's going to be all it takes. Yeah, that sounds like a perfect scenario. Um, I play the thermals heavy during this time of year as well. Um, There still is some leaf cover as well. So you can play with that um, because I feel like that has an impact on your thermals and how you access an entrance. You still have you haven't got that real, real couple hard frosts where the leaves are really dropping. You still have some cover out there where you can get a little bit closer in on these bucks. Um, but, yeah, using a creek or a low spot, uh, that's going to be one of my main tactics if we run into hot weather um, in the rut this year. Is Over the past, I've learned and, and visibly seen um, hot ruts – in the morning, the lowest possible spot that you can find, a deep valley, a deep ditch, those bucks will cruise that in the morning because it's cooler down there. Um, and it just blows me away. It makes complete sense in your head, but you're like, oh, they never do that. But they do, man. And it's it's crazy that I've seen it over the past couple of years, and then now I'm like, all right, that's something i got to remember 
to throw in the bank um, if we run into another hot rut like we have the past couple of years. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's one of those things, too, especially, uh, you know, talking temperature. Number one, all of us know deer want to feel safe. But outside of that, they're similar to a lot of us. You know, we want to be nice and cool. We don't want to be hot. We don't want to be sweating or anything like that. So it makes sense that they would want to try to get down into those valleys and those uh, crevices and, and start running that. Um, but yeah, man, I just think, I think sitting, uh, oh, sitting next to one of those scrapes, you know, playing those thermals this time of year, it's really going to pay off in the end. And I also think with this being, you know, the third week of October, the October lull, I think is starting to dwindle away and actions definitely picking back up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's, you know, at, towards the end of this, you could potentially have, you know, some cruising bucks. Um, like I said, this week is like a big transition um, from, you know, you got bucks that are yeah, kind of not moving much to, man, they're really starting to scrape. They're really starting to rub. They're really starting to lay down sign. They're starting to stretch out the home range a little bit, start checking on does later in the, in the uh the area and this is like this time frame for me is when i this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and tecovis is your stop for the best in western style tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer including men's and women's boots apparel hats bags and more all tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend and tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Pick up a lot of bucks on cam. Like, I feel like... You know, you have a few, you have a few, and then you get to this time frame, and then now you're picking up those ones that rutted last year on your property. Um, oh, yeah. Well, and you and I talked before we started recording, you know, this time of year is when 
those deer that maybe you catch in June, July, early August, you're like, oh man, these are going to be some great deer. This, you know, they disappear. And then this is that time frame where it's like, hey, don't be surprised when they start popping back up. Um, you know, I, very, very fortunate that uh, one of my biggest deer ever uh, came a little later than this time frame, but it was the exact same scenario. Early season, preseason, disappeared, popped back up and was able to capitalize. And, um, you know, hopefully other hunters are able to take what we're saying and apply it and, and capitalize in their own spots. Yep, for sure. And um, last year, the buck that I shot and hit a limb on, um, Jojo, uh, he sh- the first picture I had of him is the October 18th. And I had him coming into a pinch on the, the property. Um, and you best believe that I got a cam there waiting for him to come back through that pinch. So I know that he's in the area. And then with the data that I have from last year, I know kind of how to hunt that deer. Um, but like you said, this is a time of the year where you're kind of wanting to know uh, and looking forward to those bucks coming back, checking out their rut areas and kind of hitting scrapes in that area. They might not be there all the time, you know, might be just be coming over and, and at dark. Um, but you definitely get an idea of what you're going to have in the rut running around with the possibility to kill. Um, cause this time of year, it seems like there's just some giants on cam on scrapes at night, man, <laughs> just some random giants to get your hopes up that you never see, you know, they're traveling a long yep. ways, just you hitting scrapes and shit. One, you get one fleeting picture and you're like, I've never seen that deer. And then he's like, well, don't get your hopes up cause you're never going to see me again. Yeah. I had a picture during this time of the year last year and just an absolute freak of a buck um, and he was just working there's a strip of timber that goes straight north on one of my pieces and it doesn't connect to anything for probably a mile um, and he had come from the north to south came into that little block of timber nothing but picked cornfields around there um, and then went sit straight south and he ended up getting killed another about mile south of where I got the trail cam picture of him um, yeah and he was 180 class deer had points all over like a mainframe 10 with just sticker points all over you know one of those hey listen you're you're speaking my language i i get a lot of heat for this from my friends but i will take a non-typical over a typical every single day i love the junk i love the funk i love the weird stuff it's great man i was just i was just talking to a buddy about that today garrett um i was like why why does every buck have to be an eight or a 10 pointer it's like He's a really big eight. Oh, he's got big brows. Like he's on the edge, you know, but you're like, why can't he just have junk everywhere? Like it's so yeah. hard to find this like, oh, he's set 16 points. And then if I feel like there's a lot of those, but all of them, I know they're like three, you know, they're like, oh, I just need like two more years on this guy. You know, I got one yeah. right now the year before I was like, oh, next year, next year is going to be his year. And this year I'm like, okay, one more year, one more year <laughs> because he's, I'm like, he's there. He's got 14 points, but he's just, he, you could, you could see the potential, you know, he's got split two on one side, split three on the other side, you know, inside points. I'm like, he's got the potential to do something awesome. He just needs some time, you know? Yep. So, but we were, I got to talking, thinking about it. And I was like, I wonder if non-typical, in like certain areas, because you know everybody was trying to chase like the typical record. And, oh, hundred percent. And I'm I'm in the Milo Buck area, 
you know, around my area. So I was wondering, like, if non-typicals, if they were young, they were, like, shot out of the herd. And that's why it's kind of rare around my area. And then you get into other places, and it's, like, all they have. All they have is freaking drop time bucks, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, I think, I mean, oh, man. I You know, the old adage of, oh, there's something in the water. Yeah. Um, I mean, I now we're talking stuff way above my pay yeah, grade. Yeah, but <laughs> I think a lot of it just has to do with historic genetics. Yeah. Genetics and, you know, maybe at some point these non-typicals were shunned from their groups, but then they for, they found their own group in a certain County or a certain area. And then they started breeding. Cause you know, as we're talking about, it, it makes me think of it. My area that I hunt and I, you know, I keep in touch with some of the other hunters and neighbors and stuff like that. Um, it is notorious for producing single or even double split brow tines. Yeah. And it just like, that's just a defining feature of these different herds and populations around my area. Whereas like you said, you know, you get a bunch of eights and tens and straight typicals and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So, um, I, I think a lot of it has to do with historic data from these herds. Yeah. I think you're right. You know, it's just stuff that's, you know, there's a giant buck that lived to be eight and spread, spread genetics through 30 different does. And now that genetics is just passing down you know gradually over time and then like there's a county south of me where i got a buddy every single year he has two to four bucks with a drop time on cam it's like and he's he shot three with a drop time it's like not even it's just like oh yeah another drop time buck like i'm for me that's like the only thing i haven't killed that i really want to kill i'm like I got to get one, you know and i hit the limb on the one last year which is yeah devastating yep. but anyways i'm like I, that's the second drop time bug that I've messed up on. <laughs> so they're around, but they're just not, um, not very common, but I'm sure that's everywhere. You know, you got the eights and the tens and I, some deer are never anything but an eight. They're just an eight. And then they get bigger and they get a little bigger and they may, they may oh, throw a yeah. split brow, you know, like they maybe a kicker off the two, but they ain't getting, that's what they are, you know? And it's just like, damn, you'd be a stud if you had G fours, you know, like that's all yep. you need, dude. <laughs> hey, listen, I hear you, man. All right. Well, getting back to this time of the year, um, you're, you know, you, you've been out there hunting October to the 20, the 25th. Are you, um, are you getting close to the beds this time of year? Are you holding back and kind of keeping it gentle on them or what's your, what's your approach there? So for me, and, and I understand my situation's not everyone's and everyone's isn't mine, but my area has notoriously been, a doe bedding area and then neighboring properties that I don't have permission to hunt have been, um, they're, they're notoriously bedding areas. So my neighbor to, uh, the West, I know for a fact there's a Northwest hillside on the property bucks will bed there. I know for a fact that my neighbor to the East, like I was talking about earlier, has that big giant pine thicket. I know there's buck bedding to the northeast. Um, and then I also know that bucks will run, um, that not, not run, but they're starting to travel those river and creek bottom corridors in preparation for, you know, the pre-rut and the rut. And so, uh, you know, it, let's put it this way. If I had access to it, 
I would be trying to get as close to the defined beds as I possibly could, knowing that at this time of year, all I need is for that buck to get up an extra 10, 15 minutes early, and I'm going to be able to seal the deal on it. Um, and so, you know, I would say, uh, I, I'll, I'll take a play out of my buddy's book. I would say definitely this is still a time where some of the deer can be patterned or are running on patterns. And I would still be trying to get aggressive rather than just setting up somewhere and hoping something crosses. Um, that's why when we talk scenarios, I was sitting, you know, in that Southeast corner, knowing that, uh, this deer is starting to work his way out earlier and earlier. Now for me, I need him to wake up an extra 20 to 25 minutes to make that journey down to where I know, excuse me, he's hitting this scrape in front of me. Um, but yeah, if you're eight, if you have defined bedding, I would still be trying to get in close to it. But once again, that's just my personal tactics and my personal thoughts on it. Um, people are able to do whatever they want. And, uh, hopefully once again, someone's able to take this and be successful with it. That's all I, that's all I can hope for. Yeah. That's the main goal is, you know, someone's driving out to the stand trying to decide where they're going to go right now. And they're, you know, chatting with us and they're like, man, I got a Creek bottom stand that kind of sets up like that, you know, and then they go and kill the biggest buck of their life. That's the goal. Hey, listen, if, if you're listening to this episode right now and that happens, please tag me so I can share it. I want to hear the story. Yeah, I want to see you succeed. That's the best part, man. I get messages from guys and they're like, you know, I was listening to this and man, I went out and you know, this year has been my best year ever. And even if they don't kill the buck, they're like, man, I had so many more encounters. And I'm like, that's why I do the show, dude. It ain't, it, it well, it's for me a little bit, but it's for, I just want to see people kill big bucks, man. You know? Well, shoot, dude, like we talked about, you know, once again, before we started recording, I was, I probably listened to four, now granted different time of the year. I probably listened to four or five of your episodes driving out to Nebraska where I was fortunately successful on my first velvet, uh, whitetail, um, you know, and, and so I, hopefully other people, uh, continue to get value in this and continue to use it. Uh, in their own hunting. Yeah. Um, that's, but that's all that's, we can ask for. Yeah, that's all you can ask for is just give value and hopefully impact. If not impact someone, just get them in the right mindset. You know, they're thinking about their situation, whether they're driving out there, they're listening to something hunter-related, you know. Um, I think that helps me as well. I do that a lot of times when I'm driving out to the stand. I'm listening to something that's getting me in the mindset to think about what I'm about to do. But all right, well, before oh, yeah. before we wrap this up, um, go ahead and let the people know where they can find your content and uh, where they can get a hold of you if they want to chat. Oh yeah, so um, my Facebook is AJ Kazmerzak. <laughs> That's uh, K A Z M I E R C Z A K, and they can play it back five or six times if they need yeah. to read. You, you guys know <laughs> why I said AJ at the beginning of the episode now. <laughs> but really, but really, the easiest way to find me is. Um, oh, Instagram, which is at the underscore coffee Viking. And then, uh, I've started dabbling in the YouTube 
And so that is the Coffee Viking 3003. Um, but like I said, if you want to chat, I would love it if you tag me in your success stories. That's going to be Instagram at the underscore Coffee Viking. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Like I said, hopefully we perk someone up, got them motivated to hunt, and maybe, you know, made them decide to go to that creek bottom stand and have the best time of their life. So appreciate you coming on, dude. Hey, listen, man, this just has me fired up and I can't wait to get back in the stand soon. Well, that wraps up this episode with Andrew. Appreciate him coming on and I hope you guys are out there hunting, having the best time. Don't miss this week. Think about these tactics that we talked in this episode and see if you can get out there and still get on a buck that's on this pattern um, because it's all going to change in the next couple weeks in this segment. uh, Bucks are going to start going wiry and doing crazy stuff and really hard not on that pattern that they've been on all year, bed to food. Um, so I've already encountered multiple good bucks this year, passed a couple really solid ones. Um, it's been a really good year for temps. So don't miss this October weather we got going on. It's still holding true. Get out there and hunt when you can be smart and uh, try to get the biggest buck of your life down. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning all the way to the end. I love these next seven days, uh, segments, short, sweet to the point, getting that content out to you guys. Hopefully you guys are enjoying them. Like always, always try to do the right thing. Try to leave a legacy. And Whitetail Legacy is out. So I'm coming in your ear holes next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Time. Love you guys. We out. Brave anglers search for the one they call king. But who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver. Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery. Waypoint TV. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.